On today's show, our exclusive interviews from Media Day with Orlando Robinson, Alondis Williams, and Drew Peterson. Trust me when I say you're going to want to hear about why Orlando Robinson thinks he's the best basketball player in the world. Plus, why Alondis studies both James Harden and Drew Holiday. All of that and more on today's Locked on Heat. You are Locked on Heat, your daily Miami Heat podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Different this year than last year? Yes, it is different. In what way? I'm on the team. <laughs> Feel my microphone. I'm on the team, yes. So that's good. Yeah. You are on the team. Can you tell us about that process a little bit? I know you've been asked about this a lot, but like everybody's like, oh, wow, like this guy really had this great... Summer League uh, stint, and, and you know you're, you know turning heads in Summer League, but you were signed before Summer League, mm. and I think a lot of people that that's that's missed on them. Like, what do you think the Heat saw from you behind the scenes, even before sort of like your blow up in Vegas? Um, just that I was just um, real intentional, uh, I would say, because um, when I went down to Sioux Falls, like you know nobody wants to, you feel me? Like when you when you. Find out that you want to play on the team, and then you go. To, you have to take another route. Right. Everybody puts their heads down. You're like, oh, I'm here, but you know, um, I just took that opportunity to grow. You know, I'm, I'm down here for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna make the best of this opportunity. So I just, when I went down to Sioux Falls, it was just like a, a growth period for me. Like if I was gonna be, if I was gonna be down there, I didn't want to lose a game. Yeah. I didn't want to do anything. I wanted to be like the best in the G League, regardless of like the fact that I'm down there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I went back and forth, you know, yeah. I was with the team and I was with the G League. But, you know, when I was down there, I was just like, we're not losing because mm-hmm. I'm here. Mm-hmm. That's that's just the mentality I had, you know, because it's that's how I had to carry myself just to get to this point. And um, it was it was a it was a growth period for sure. Is Sioux Falls uh, as bad as everybody makes it seem? No, Sioux Falls is nice. It's cool. I mean, it's very cold. I do not like the cold, <laughs> but you know, like Sioux Falls was great. Like the people there, the fans there. Like especially after we started, we started winning, yeah, stuff like that. And then like you know, I was around more down there. Like the fans were lovely. I love Sioux Falls. Well, it's just interesting because you know you go there in the middle of nowhere and there's really nothing else to do. We were talking to Jamal earlier, and yeah. he's like, "There's nothing else to do." So I saved my money, focus on basketball. Was that your experience? There's like one restaurant across from the arena, right? It's like a Chili's or something. It's like a yeah. It's like Blue Mountain. It's Blue Mountain. Yeah, we went there after every week. We went there after every game. It's <laughs> one. Cool. Yeah, it's dope. It's wonderful. Where are you from originally? I'm from Vegas. He's from Vegas. Yeah. So that's a complete opposite of Vegas. So. I mean, yeah, but people are everywhere. If the people are cool, then you have you'll have fun anywhere. That's a fact. It doesn't matter where you are. If the people are good, you'll have fun. Wow, good attitude. That's, that's fact. They're really big into like breweries up there in South Dakota. Yes. Right? Yes. They get drunk. They get drunk. <laughs> That's what there's. That's what there is too. I mean, if there's a lot of breweries. You know, you know they're getting drunk. Yeah, they drinking something. Are you a beer guy? No, not at all. I'm uh, not there yet. Not there yet. Where <laughs> are you at yet. now? I think I'm. I'm still. Nice still, lemonade. Yeah. Nice cup of lemonade. Nice, nice Shirley, Shirley Temple. Temple. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> he knew. Shirley Temple. He knew What's lower than beer? <laughs> that, right there. That's where I'm <laughs> that's at. Shirley Temple. That's where I'm at. Miller Light, man. That's a little too heavy for me. I'm gonna get there eventually. I'm gonna get there. Trust me. I'm gonna get there. Um, uh, I wanted to ask a little bit more about uh, just sort of the process of getting to this point because you mentioned like, hey, I'm going to carry myself this way in Sioux Falls. I remember you came up for a few games last year and you walked in and you're like, all right, cool, like 12 rebounds or 13, whatever it was, like your first game, you're like, I got this. And you kind of have like a confidence about you, like I belong here. Mm-hmm. And I think people talk about that a lot, about having it, Yeah. people in your position. 
but don't really have it. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass here, but like you seem to have it. For sure. I mean? Like, where does that come from? Like, where? Like, what do you credit that to? I mean, just being raised like as a competitor. I mean, my father, me and my father, like we trained, and he's always he's always tried to keep that competitive edge in me. Mm-hmm. Different ways, just different types. Like, if I had a good game, he'd be like, "It was alright," or like, yeah. you know, like. Um, or just like, you though, right? I mean, push you to that next level for sure, for sure, for sure. Like there was, I mean, there was, it was a lot. He he pushed, he he made me a competitor. And there's there's my coaches. I had like mentors, mm-hmm. like Middlebrooks and Coach Bigby, who've always tried to like keep that edge on me at all times. So it's kind of just become my identity and such. So like when I first played in my first NBA game, like. And I like played against Steven Adams. He was strong. Yeah. Steven Adams strong. Like yeah. I was just like, whoa. And he's like, New like strong. That's like a crate. Like they're fighting animals. Yeah, yeah, strong. for like, sure, well, for he's sure. A farmer too, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a grown no, no, no. Steven, Steven Adams, Steven Adams strong. Everybody says that, but what's like an NBA strike to you? Like, what, what's that feeling like? Like, how do you look, know that he's strong? You can't move him. He had look, man. I'm gonna tell you this right now. He had the ball pumped, right? My man Bouye was down there trying to get the ball. <laughs> From him, and obviously I could get it, but he had me like this. I was just like on the that. elbow. I couldn't get past his arm. Wow. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> move!" And like he wasn't there, right? It was two dudes trying to get the ball. He was like, "No, nah, you're not getting it," and it was wild. Like, <laughs> so that was my first. That was the preseason. But like my first actual NBA game when I went out there, like, yeah. and I scored my first bucket, and I was defending and doing all that. Like, I was like, "I'm good." Like, yeah, 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 like these guys aren't that much better than me. Right. They're probably just very professional, and they do things like, and they they they're better than me, mm-hmm. but not not that much. Like I'm not like out of place when I was out here. So once I saw that, like I, I was in my mind, I was like, I belong here. Like one good summer, a couple games, mm-hmm. get the rhythm of the NBA, I'll be fine. And then getting the chance in summer league to be like, right. oh, also I could shoot threes. Mm-hmm. What was that like for you to be like, be able to kind of spread your game out? Because you, your percentages in yeah. uh, in college were good. Yeah, three. That was sort of part of your scouting board. Like yeah, but uh, yeah, but I never really took that many. Right. I took the ones that like, if you disrespect me, I'm I'm shooting the yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't get it twisted. Like you yeah. gotta you gotta you can't play, play paintball yeah. on me. But like, I didn't shoot. I made shot like one. If I made one, mm-hmm. I shoot another one. Right. If I missed the first one, I probably wouldn't take one. Gotcha. Unless it, but like no, I, I could always shoot. But it was more efficiently. That was the thing. Like, right. Once I get to like Kevin Love level, I'm taking three, four. Is that the goal? Yeah. 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 You taking three, four and knocking three, three out of four down. That's and taking the first, taking the first one, taking the second one, taking the third one, just like I took the first one. Right. That's that's kind of where I want to get to efficiently shooting the three. So you, it, it sound, I'm sorry. It doesn't sound like you feel like you're quite there yet. If you're being honest. With um, I'm getting there. You're getting there. But probably. like, it's just like you have to go out there and do it. Right. Correct. Before like I'll shoot it. Like anybody can shoot the ball. But yeah. like I'll take when I'm open. I'll have confidence. I worked on it. But like. It's still, I got to still go out there and do it to prove to myself that I can do it. Gotcha. I know I did it in the gym and the practice court, but you know you got to. It's different when you go out there and play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between the level of competition at the regular season NBA level and like summer league? Because you had some monster games in summer league. What are you talking about? No, it's like it's like regular season basketball and. Then oh, you mean like last year? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, sh- well, just the role. I mean, like um, in the regular season, I was playing with Jimmy, right? Like Vic. So you were, you were the guy expected to carry the load in summer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, um, Sioux, I mean, Sioux Falls too. Like when I when I went down there, like all those all these great players aren't down there. Right. So like, if I'm down there, I feel like I mean, when you're a basketball player, like you feel like you're the best player, 
and like if you if you see you go out there and you see what's going on sometimes you got to understand that there's better people and um you know but when i went down to sioux falls i was like it's interesting you said that because Jimmy literally had an answer to a question today where he's like, we got a bunch of guys in this locker room who feel like they're the best player in the world. Yeah. And you feel that too. I mean, you have to have that confidence to yeah. be a hooper. Like, if you didn't have that confidence, like, it's right. kind of bad. But it's uh, still being, like, you know, still understanding mm. that there's people that, are, that, are, that have done this for a longer time better than you at a high level. So you, gotta, you just got to adjust. You got to know your role. You can have that confidence in yourself, but don't, don't like... I'm not going to say be realistic because being realistic is also like, you know, you, sometimes you got to keep that confidence in you. But, right. like, just understand, like. It's a balance, though. It's a balance. Yeah. Like, there's a balance. Like, sometimes you got to know your role mm -hmm. to be successful because mm -hmm. it's a team sport. It's not just about you. Totally. So, it's a team sport. You got to carry yourself differently because there's other people that are yeah. doing it at a higher, more efficient level than you are. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. But you can still think that you're the best player in the world right. by understanding that there are some things that you can get better at. What have you learned from Bam? A lot. Um, you know, just like this off season, I've just been working with him, training with him, you know, and I'm glad I got to see that because like um, it's good to see like my teammates like because I work hard like right. that. So like when I saw him work hard like that, then I'm just like, okay, this is how I'm. This is this is this is what people do, right? You know, so and just like I learned a lot from Bam, just being intentional with your taking care of your body and. Um, just like being intentional in the workouts and anything like that. So um, just like coming up to the season, I'm going to just apply all those things and, and be successful in those aspects. A lot, of, a lot of fans are expecting big things from you, especially after the numbers that you put up in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. What would a successful season for you be like, not just for the team, but for you? Uh, ah. See, I knew he was going to give me back. I knew he was going to give me back. But, um, no, nah, I was trolling him over there when he was doing the, uh, <laughs> the interviews. I was dancing. Got to smile. But, um, a good season for, for me would be, um, getting a championship. Cause, um, you already know. I don't need to explain that. You know, I, I had to sit and watch. I couldn't even help. So just being able, just like seeing that at the finals. I mean, cause it's a blessing to be in the finals first year. OG always tells me that. Like, he's like, you were in the finals the first year. You're spoiled. I was like, I'm not spoiled. It's a great experience. But anyway, just seeing that and, like, and losing is just, like, fire in, in my stomach. Like, that's what I want out of anything, just win the championship. Are you watching the finals and being like, I, need, I, I just want a shot at Jokic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I imagine that's, that's like, For the sure. number one thing you're thinking. In that For moment. sure. For sure. I mean, everybody wants him. He's the MVP. You know, sure. you're trying to go at him. Like he's the best player in, yeah. in the – okay, then you want to go at him. You, you always want to play against the best. Yeah. Do you see so. anything that maybe you could learn from as far as being able to defend him? Because, I mean, so far it doesn't look like anybody really has that yeah. ability. I don't know about all that. Okay. All right. No, Who does the best job I'm in curious. defending him? I, mean, I just want to hear I would say Bam. I would say Bam. I'd probably agree with that, in the, at least in the playoffs last year. That's what I'm saying. you know who second was? my opinion who lebron i thought lebron did the second best job when he switched on him when he switched on to him in the, mm -hmm. in the western conference line yeah you just need to bother him you gotta work hard and bother him yeah it's, it's, it's just you gotta be better. smart you gotta be smart like yeah. you can't be over physical with him because then you'll like you'll, right. you'll get that foul but you can't like not be physical with him because then right. he'll just move you out of the way his touches around the basket is pretty good he'll, he'll make an open three like so and uh, he has good post game, so I mean, you just got to be really disciplined and intentional when you're guarding him, and to try to take him out of his rhythm. But you got to be on like, he's gonna get 20. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Like, but like, the closer you can get to that without letting him just do whatever he wants to do, right, is the key. Like, Make you can't let him. Yeah, you can't let him get no triple double just right. off ease. Just let him yeah, comfortably yeah, yeah. get twenty. Yeah. Twenty twenty twenty. You can't let him do that. Right. You gotta just like. To win the game in the playoffs, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you get 20 and they lose, I don't care. Yeah, I did my job. You feel me? That's and that's what I'm thinking in my mind. Whose players' highlights have you watched the most in your life? In my life, uh, uh, Carmelo. Ooh, I love that answer. We haven't Under- gotten that one. Rated. Under. Yeah, I would say that. His post game. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. yeah, I've always I've always been big. I've always, now that I'm starting to like come to realize, like I've always been taller than all of my peers growing up. But not not that much. But I've always been taller than them. So what of of Carmelo's game could you feel like you could incorporate at the center position right now? Yeah, just being able to shoot the floor and shoot the ball and space the floor, and you know how he gets it up so quick. You know, like kind of like Jay Crowder in the 2020. Uh, yeah. Finals. Yeah. That's kind of what I kind of I'm kind of seeing. But just uh, and a lot more, but like just being able to like space the floor and shoot the ball very efficiently, catch and shoot, yeah. yeah, catch and shoot quickly, right. you know, because like yeah, they're gonna give you know, like it's a big coming out to me, but if I can shoot the ball quickly, right, no hesitation, like then they have to respect me and they can't double team anybody because that's going up and it's going in, so then it's just like what are you, you gonna did that do? In Vegas, I saw it and exactly. You know but but like if we play, like if we play big, then if like Bam shoots on the other side, then I go rebound. And that's another thing you got to deal with. I'm a space four and I'm a rebound. So that's that's my goal. That's what I want to do. Play with Bam? Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. The double big lineup. We've been waiting for it. We <laughs> yeah. have been waiting for it. We've been waiting to see yep. it. Yep. Um, what's the worst practice you've ever been a part of at any level of basketball in your life? The toughest one? I've, just, I feel like one just came out. Oh, to toughest? Just toughest, worst, worst. Still have nightmares. Oh, no, no, no. Maybe you were a few games. Maybe not. That was back in high school. Yeah. I was I was These doing. Um, high school in Vegas. You want me to tell No, no, no. High school in uh, Cathedral. I went okay. to high school in Vegas for three years. Right. But in Los Angeles, I went to high school my last year. Okay, so the L.A. You want me to tell you the schedule? I want to know everything. You want to know the schedule? All right. Yeah. So we woke up at like four. Got to the school at like five. Got on the track. So the the thing was um, outdoor track. Yes, outdoor track. Southern California. I know. But once you start running, you sweat and you're good. But um, yeah. thankfully five outdoor track here. Five thirty mile. You don't make that. You got to run another one in six. You don't make that one. You got to run another one in six thirty. And the only rest time you really had, my coach is kind of big, you know, so it kind of takes him a lot, takes him a while to get <laughs> the other side. So it was only the curve of the track. So we're done, like we running. Right. Don't 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 laugh, but but you're like uh, it's only the curve. So he has to when he walks to that curve, that's when we go again. But it took him a minute. It took him like maybe two minutes. Sure. So then yeah. we had to run again. Yeah. If you didn't make it. Right. So, like, every day you run in the track, you don't make that 530 mile. You run, imagine running your hardest and you get, like, 535. No, nightmare. And you're just like, yo, I got to run another one in six? Like, I think there's something wrong with this timer. You know, it's like, that. Yeah. I, I had myself at 520. Like, you're not doing that. Like, <laughs> like, like, so, like, I mean, that also put the competitive, like, I'm not running two more miles. Right. I'm running this one. Right. And you just watch your teammates run the other ones. Like, I'm not doing that. Anyway, after that, then we lifted. Then after that, um... Vertimax, mm. and then after that, I went to school, mm. you know, because it was all right there. Day. I know, right? 
<laughs> and then like the thing was, my teachers would try to turn off the lights and watch like movies. Oh, I'm like, yo, that's and they're, they they like mad at me because I'm like going to sleep. I'm like, do you understand what I just did right now? Like, don't turn off the lights in here. You better keep me because I'm sleep, right? So whatever, go through school. Da da da. After school, um, we got practice, and uh, and um, you know, but then the the, the younger kids got to go. So then they practice, and then after them, they have, like, extras. And you know, right? me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm just do that one. I'm just do all the workouts. And um, I would do that, and then I would take an ice bath. I mean, because you have to, you everything have to. you just did right now. And then we'd have open run days where we wouldn't do as much on the track, but those those days where we, like, really worked. You're what? You're... Yeah, I'm 16. Like, I don't want like. What do you eat for dinner after that? Like, I, like four Every rotisserie can, chickens. Right? Like, I don't even. How do you recruit? How do you get? Your well, we had chicken, spinach, and rice. Nice. How many With, plates? How many plates? How many plates? I had to go. I had to go back for extras. Like, yeah, for sure. And then, um, <laughs> then we went to Food Chow. It was a movie. It was you know Rush Hour. Yeah. Yeah. Same one. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Over there, over there in Chinatown. Nice. But yeah, um, go to Food Child, get the orange chicken, fried rice. Orange chicken, fried rice. That had to be. Cheat day, cheat day, cheat day, cheat day, No Shirley Temples because you're underage at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't do the Shirley Temples. Can't do the Shirley Temples. Can't do the Shirley Temples. Yeah. Can't do that. Um, speaking of cheat days, uh, you have a teammate who likes to eat Oreos with a fork. That's odd. Can you guess what teammate it is? Oreos with a fork. Yeah. Is it Jimmy? It's no. not. Oh, is it the first time we got that answer? But no, well, I mean, he's unusual in his own way. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean nope, nope. I gotta get one more guess. Yeah, center of the country, like kind of mid. Is that Midwest? Yes. Midwest? Yeah, Midwest. That's where he's from. Thomas Bryant? No, he's not from Chicago. No, 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 let me get that. Let me get that. Let me get that. Midwest. It's no, people debate the Chicago thing if it's Midwest or not. I don't really know. I don't have a, a strong opinion yeah. on it. All right, I get one more guess. Get one more. Get one more. You on the West Side? No, Midwest. So like, but probably closer. Yeah. Definitely more West than East. I would say more than. Yeah. Tyler? No. No, that's a good guess though. No, it's Josh, from Oklahoma. Josh Richardson. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where is he at? <laughs> here yet. He, he told me about this years ago. We asked him about How do you even eat Oreos with a fork? You can't fork it. Do you want to try it? <laughs> Does he stab them? Does he stab it through the middle? Where the cream is? You, we don't know. Let me see the fork. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me see. Okay, I got this one. Thank you, sir. Wait, how do you... You just go like this? Okay, it makes sense. I understand. And he says you, you keep your, your fingers. Obviously, yours fell apart. You stabbed at it. I'll see. So stupid. <laughs> what? <coughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh. You trying to put on weight? Two Oreos. Two Oreos. Two Oreos. Two Oreos. I won't tell Spro if you do it. Oh, shit. It's about half the calories. This is stupid. Down. Why would anybody do this? You said you keep your fingers clean. You don't make a mess. It feels like... Feels like it's a mess. <laughs> Fingers clean, bro. Just hold the other side of the Oreo. What are we doing? I've never seen him eat an Oreo cookie. I don't. He just told me about this, and I it stuck in my mind. He told me this four years ago. I can't. I can't get past it. Yeah, talk to him. <laughs> What's going on over there? 
<laughs> it's crazy you had the milk and cookies right here. Because he told us before. That's wild. I had an Oreo in a minute. I'm going to have to. Let me know. I'm just playing. I just playing. I just playing. I just playing. Later, Robinson. We'll see you in Boca, man. Thanks for doing this. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. We're here with Alondas Williams, the new training camp uh, invite here by the Miami Heat. Alondas, uh, first of all, did you see Jimmy Butler's new look? <laughs> what do you think about it? What should his stage name be? <laughs> man, yeah, I saw it. Man. Hey, it's Jimmy, you know, so I can't really say nothing about it for real, but I don't know. What should be his stage name? I think Jimmy Eat World is sitting right there. It's pretty easy. <laughs> I got I to gotta come up with one. I don't know about one right now. Have you played against Jimmy before? Nah, not yet. No. But I need to in a one-on-one or something before practice or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious uh, when, I mean, you haven't been in the league for very long, but just your general impressions of the Miami Heat before you got here and your impressions now, why it is that you decided to join this team for, for training camp? Um, You know, just growing up as a kid, I always liked the Miami just because of Dwayne Wade and Dan. One of my favorite players, LeBron James, ended up coming here. So it made me even more of a fan, just like in a culture. Like definitely being here and seeing a culture, like their family, you know, they, they, they hard nose over here. And that's basically how I was grew up, how I grew up, you know, like mm-hmm. hard grind, playing tough people all the time, playing physical all the time. It's a real competitive team. So that's why I like it over here. What do you, uh, what do you, when you say that uh, you saw the culture and you think you can bring something to that, you think that's mm-hmm. part of who you are? Like, yeah. What is it that you're going to bring to the team this year if you get the opportunity to play with the group? Uh, just a lot of energy, toughness, um, you know, a lot of defense and whatever they really need me to do for real. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm a dog. I like to be competitive all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you said you've, you've already got a taste for the culture. Like, what's your experience so far? Just and you mentioned that they, they're kind of like a family environment. Mm-hmm. You've already seen that, but I mean, that's something that we hear a lot of players say that you know the consistency over the last few decades and stuff like that's pretty, pretty much a standard here at the team. Yeah. But you've already been able to identify that even just a few weeks here into, with the group. Yeah, just definitely just me being me and like my personality. I'm a people's person, so like a lot of people just gravitate towards me. So it was kind of like fast to sh- see like. They treat you like family here, so it was yeah, it was kind of quick. That's nice. What what do you is it that you envision in terms of your development here and what they can do for you? Because we know so much about the Heat's developmental system. Is there maybe another player that you looked at and you're like you know maybe I could follow that kind of path? Or is there anything like that that you envision? Um, I ain't, not yet, not yet. But I'm still trying to find it, like find my own way. And you know, more and more, like we come and practice and stuff, like. I'm starting to see how people we working out, how they do things. So for right now, it's just really me trying to find myself. But I'm, I'm gonna get there. What's what's the uh, off season like? Like we don't really see it too much, but you've already been working out with the team. Um, well, with Miami, it's a lot of running, so <laughs> a lot of conditioning. So like that's how the off season. More than you're used to? Nah, yeah, it was a lot more than I used to. Like we ain't really do a lot of that, but I liked it. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. Got my little win out there more. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to be able to put the work in, right? That's a big part of, uh, of what makes people stand out here. So I guess the conditioning kind of leads into yeah. that. Right? How, what 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 was it about? Why do you say it's like a lot of running? Like, tell me about like your first practice, like where you're like, wow, damn, this is a lot of running. <laughs> Man, literally, like when I got here, I got off the flight late at night. Work had the workout the next day, and the workout was, uh, I think, two tens. So you had to yeah. run down two times ten times like it was just crazy i'm like and we ain't get no warm-up like 
We don't stretch. We stretch like shoot shoot some shots before or something. <laughs> like we just get the straight running, huh? And and you can't just like kind of take a break either. You got to be able to put in like you know you got to show that you can handle it. Yeah, too, right? like, that's a lot of pressure. It's up right? here in the practice floor when that where that happened. Yeah, right Who, who's the in the, Who's in the room with you when you're doing that? Who's watching you? Man, all the coaches, Pat, uh, Pat Riley over there, YG. Man, it'd yeah. be crazy. He'd be like, I gotta make this. I gotta make this. <laughs> <laughs> like, What's the worst practice you've ever been a part of? Or maybe the hardest practice or like just like the craziest practice story? Any level of basketball. Could have been when you were seven. Any level. Uh, I don't know. I ain't really had like no hard practices. It's just just coaches be yelling and cussing people out. That was really it. Yeah, I ain't really have like a really hard practice. But I, Miami probably be one. But <laughs> <laughs> but I ain't get to that yet. So what's the worst game you've ever had? Like, especially when you're growing up, like a game that kind of just was like your turning point that you were like, I don't ever want to play like this again. Mm, I think it was one game in junior college. I just couldn't make a bucket at first. Like in the first, like like first half, yeah. I just couldn't make a bucket. I was mad. My coach is like, bro. Just chill, like you gonna you gonna get there, you gonna make shots. I'm like, all right. But that was the one day I was like, all right, I can't play like this again. I think I went like 0 for 10 in the beginning. I was like, oh, I ain't never did this before. But that's like a learning opportunity. Yeah, too, right? that's the whole for thing. sure. Yeah. Whose player highlights did you do you watch the most? Um, growing up, I used to always watch LeBron James. Like that's how I model my game after. But I like watching Drew Holiday. You know, just defense. I'm a big guard, just like him. Like score when I, whenever I want to. Like just things like that. But definitely, like the defensive side. That's why I watch a lot of Drew Holiday, and I watch a little James Harden too, here and there. That's, that's not on the defensive the side. <laughs> nah, nah. That's that's just more like combo moves, trying to you sure. know, yeah. you know, work on that. But defensive wise, I watch Drew Holiday. What's your wingspan? Man, six yeah. five. Okay. It ain't, that, yeah, it, it, ain't, it ain't that, but so what you're telling Heat fans is that you have the defense of Drew Holiday and the offense of James Harden. That's basically what we're looking at. I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say offense of James Harden. I say more. I say I say more of like a LeBron offense. Like I, I'm a all around player. I like to pass first and then you know let the scoring come afterwards. You know, but. Defensive side, Drew Holiday. You sound right. a little old school in your approach to basketball. Is, yeah. that, is that fair? Yeah. A little bit. What's, what's like missing in today's game, in your opinion? Ooh. Mm. What would you like to see more of? I feel like I want to see a lot of more, a lot of man range. Like I feel like a lot of people, a lot of these teams don't like that no more. Right. It's really like a lot of going to the basket or three points, and I'll be like, dang, like this is this is my game. I always, I ain't gonna lie, I like a lot of people always try to compare me to like to Demar Derozan in to high school. Up. I was about to bring him up. And like. I kind of watched them a little bit too, cause like I always liked the mid rangers too. Like my dad used to always teach me, like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta shoot the mid range. So well, I feel like that's what's missing. There's a guy on this team who likes the mid range a little yeah. bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna miss tomorrow when he retires. I know he's not yeah. getting close to it, but like he's, you know, it's the, it's the kind of last stage of his career. Like when he's gone, mm-hmm. I don't see anybody with like the footwork <laughs> stuff that he's doing anymore. Right? At all. D Wade was hanging on for a while doing it. Mm-hmm. Now it's tomorrow. I don't really think of anybody else in terms of like that. Like that footwork, like that that Kobe stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, when he's that's gone, facts. When he's gone, it's like it might just be gone. I don't know if anybody else <laughs> is bringing facts. it back. You know, that's facts. Um, honest, we really appreciate the time, man. Man, no problem. Like, we'll see you in Boca. Yeah, I appreciate uh, it.
So first yeah. media day, were you surprised to see the whole thing with Jimmy Butler kind of coming in, <laughs> circus around all of that? Like, what's your what's your reaction when you see all this? Yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. It's um, obviously you know um, they get, they draw a lot of attention, and you know you know rightfully so. Um, so it's uh, it's cool getting to see all the guys and all just the support around the Miami community and all the people coming out, and uh, you know everyone's excited for the season. So it's it's really cool to see all of it. You went through summer league. What was that process like, and did it meet to your, your expectations? Like I, I know there were there was a, a freedom for you to try and shoot more, right? That was something that they kind of kind of drilled into you to, to be more confident in your shot selection and things of that sort. But what was summer league overall for you? Yeah, it was exciting. You know, um, especially my transition from we started in Sacramento to Vegas. Um, like you said, uh, they really emphasized like you know shoot the ball anytime you get any bit of space. So uh, that's what I started doing, and you know we had a successful time in Vegas, and uh, it was just cool to be able to, like I said, transition. You know, be done with college. You know, uh, you know, I had five years there, and I'm ready for the next step. And uh, so it's it's a great organization. I'm really excited for kind of the future with it. How do you find that balance? Because you I mean, obviously, you want to make the right play. You want to get your teammates going, but at the same time, you got to look for your shot. You want to stand out, especially at that point. Like, how do you kind of find that balance as a player? Yeah, I just think it comes with adapting and learning the game at the next level, the different pace of play, and the different shots that you're going to get with how defenses play and the spacing on the court. And um, you know, like you said, like the, the emphasis on taking threes nowadays. So um, it's just it, it's an adapting thing, and uh, I learned pretty quickly that anytime, like I said, anytime you get any space, you got to shoot the ball. So um, it's it's a feel out process, but uh, you know, thankfully, I think I've been doing well with uh, kind of getting molded into that uh, that gameplay. I'm curious, uh, as a great shooter yourself, like what's the difference between a good NBA shooter and a great NBA shooter? Like what would like obviously beyond just like the percentages, like what, like right. what do you see as like a, a student of the game, somebody who plays the game? Can you watch like a sh- not knowing the player, not knowing the percentage of like that guy's a great shooter? Yeah, definitely. I think you, you can see in their routine, their habits yeah. and uh, definitely the consistency is a big part of it. You know, you don't have as many nights where, you know, you make six threes and make zero, make four, make one, you know, so just being consistent with it and, you know, seeing guys like Duncan, you know, work out and stuff like that and, you know, how he works on his form and um, just, you know, his habits. Um, I think the biggest thing is consistency um, with being a really good shooter. Is it like being a golfer where it's almost like, hey, just let your swing be your swing. Maybe you have a bad day on, you know, these 18 holes, but just come back tomorrow kind of just doing the same thing. Is, it, is that kind of part of it? Yeah, I think there's definitely um, a trust in yourself, yeah. um, but also there's, you know, you, you do make tweaks. I'm, I'm in the middle of kind of making a few tweaks in my shot, you know, getting a little smoother. Okay. Um, so what I think it's... Tweaks? Like, what is that? Like, people, we hear that kind of thing yeah. all the time. It's tuck like your elbow or something. Yeah, yeah, tuck your elbow, you know, hold okay. your file through. Okay. Um, you know, I think de- details are very emphasized as you kind of um, get to this level uh, relative to college, and um, it's just a very uh, a focused thing on every small thing, you know, getting your feet set, all that stuff. So, um, like I said, I'm trying to make my shot a little smoother. So, you know, they've helped a lot. And, um, you know, they have obviously a lot of success with their shooters they bring in, you know, with all the guys. So um, I really trust it, and uh, I'm excited kind of going forward. Is that surprising to you? You mentioned, like, they're a little bit more detail-oriented when you get to this level. You just got to this level. You know what I mean? So it's like, what was that like? Did you have somebody sending you film? What is that breakdown like? How is it that they identify, hey, we need to tweak this thing and this thing, and then, boom, that's going to... Yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, obviously I think there was a lot of emphasis on details in college, but I think just naturally as you progress in your career and, you know, stakes get higher, um, and now, you know, you're doing this as a profession, um, everything gets, you know, a little more serious with, you know, hey, we need your feet to be um, set right. We need you to be holding your file through here. You need to, you know, look smooth. So um, I think you just do everything you can to maximize your your game and your performance and your execution of certain things. So um, it's it's great to be able to see, you know, how the staff, uh, you know, really develops guys, and I'm excited kind of for the, the track with that. So. We've heard a lot about the uh, endurance that uh, the heat emphasizes above other teams. Have you gone through that kind of experience yet of having to just prove yourself at that point and then, uh, like, 
what has caught you by surprise so far in your short NBA career? Uh, yeah, no, like I said, you know, the biggest thing is the details. But, um, yeah, we, we definitely do, um, you know, a lot of work with, you know, cardio and, mm-hmm. you know, strength. And I'm up 10 pounds since being here already. Really? So, you know, I was at Summer League, I was 188. Now I'm back to 198. So, um, you know, I'm really focused in the weight room, too, just as much as up on the court. Um, but, yeah, I think everything just being professional. I think that's, you know, it's a, um, a very uh, – an organization that's focused on being professional and uh, all that kind of stuff. So I'm hoping to, you know, bring my part to the table with, you know, taking care of my business and, uh, you know, really being locked in in all aspects. Whose player highlights do do you watch the most or have you watched the most maybe in your whole life? Um, Well, growing up, uh, obviously, you know, I was a big LeBron fan, and so it was cool kind of with all that. I know it's cliche. It's it's, a great right age. Right, right. It um, is sort of interesting, though, when we talking to – we talked to players like five years ago. The answer was Kobe every yeah. single time, and now it's just LeBron. Like he's just—he's that guy for, for what year? He's been around a long. Ninety-nine. Uh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I mean, as a recent, you know, uh, yeah, I've really liked Luca, so I watch a lot of his stuff. But um, now, as I kind of really embrace my role, you know, I'm watching a lot of shooters, you know, like Duncan and stuff like that. I'll watch him uh, before I work out. I'll watch him kind of do his thing. So I'm uh, just trying to pick apart any um, stuff I can add to my game, add to my routine and workouts to uh, you know really help, like I said, maximize my performance. So. What's the worst practice you've ever been a part of? Uh, in my any whole life? Level, any level. Uh, geez. Uh, the worst ones are always after, um, I'd say, a, in college at least, you know, we'd, we'd have these uh, road trips. You know, you play two at home, play two on the road. And um, after those, if you lose two on the road in a row, um, that, that next Monday is, uh, it's brutal. It's like, uh, it's like one of those peak preseason practices, and, you, you know, you're right in the midst of conference play in the middle of the season. So, yeah. notably, I remember my first year at USC, uh, we lost uh, Utah and Colorado back-to-back, and um, it was, it was, yeah, yeah. So, and, it, we, you know, we were right in the thick of it for the conference right. title and stuff like that. So, um, that was the year we went to the lead eight. So, it was a big year for us. Um, and, uh, yeah, that Monday was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> what did they make you do? Uh, you know, just it, it's just back to being, you know, you know, really physical right. Uh, right. and really competitive and really making you earn it in the middle of the season where, you know, you tend to, um, you know, uh, obviously your body start to wear as the season goes on and stuff like that. Um, so you're not as uh, it's not you know it's different than preseason practices. So uh, felt right back like as if it was day one of preseason and we were locking in the fundamentals and all that kind of stuff. So it was good. You're from Libertyville. Libertyville, yes. Who, do you know Steve Novak? I think uh, he's like the only other NBA player to come from Libertyville. I might be wrong. I, I don't think I feel like I would have known that. I don't think so. Am I wrong? Okay, maybe. I could just be wrong. I could but, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I like Steve Novak though. So <laughs> I don't know if he's from Liverpool, but I like but I like him. <laughs> We're gonna look that up later. We'll take it. We'll take um, it. You have a teammate on your. Uh, you have a teammate on the yes. team who likes to eat Oreos with a fork. Really? Dips them in milk with a fork. Interesting. Okay. Can you yeah. Guess what teammate that is. Uh, maybe Bam. No, but it's close actually. It's one of Bam's best friends on the team. So just, uh, it's tough. Yeah, Jimmy? It's not Jimmy. It's Josh. Really? Josh Richardson. Okay, yeah. Jeez. to eat Oreos with a fork. Yeah. Would you like to try it? Sure, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> Is that the usual answer? Are most guys in? No, Jamal, Jamal tried it. I'll try it. Yeah. it. Cole tried it and didn't eat it. Yeah, I'm adding weight. I'm adding weight. You're adding weight? That's true. Yeah. Tyler will eat the any, whole sleeve. Any <laughs> calories? Oh, <laughs> great. Yeah, thank you. All right, let's try this. So he's going, he's, he oh, went down. the right way right away. Uh, so bring that over here. Cool. 
There you go. Like we saw somebody split it in half. Yeah. All right, let's see. Works out. Is Josh onto something here? I would say sesame seed chicken. I can't argue with the effectiveness. Uh, <laughs> it is like, it's like boneless wings, you know? It is a little bit like that, yes. So. <laughs> yeah. It's a great observation. <laughs> I, might, I might be on the train now. I you like might it. be. I we'll, like let, it. we'll let Josh know. Yeah. Right. Drew Peterson, we appreciate yes, the time, thanks, man. Yes. Thanks again for making Locked On Heat your first listen every day. If you missed them, make sure to check out parts one and two of our Media Day interviews with Nikola Jovic, Thomas Bryant, uh, Duncan Robinson, Haywood Highsmith, and a bunch of other players. Everydayers will be back later on Tuesday afternoon with a new episode following the first day of Heat training camp. So hit that subscribe button on YouTube and follow us on your podcast app.